Welcome everybody, Howard Hornbuckle coming back at you once again with the Alaska Basketball Podcast, all things pertaining basketball. Listen, we've got a great game scheduled tonight. This uh, is actually being recorded just a few hours before game three featuring the Golden State Warriors, the defending champions, the Golden two-time NBA champion. Golden State Warriors versus the Toronto Raptors. And listen, I know if you listen to my podcast um, just recently, I did predict that Toronto would be up 2-0 at this time. But it looks like they're tied 1-1. Golden State, which they are the NBA champions, pulled out a win there in Toronto. I really thought Toronto would be up by 2-0 today. But nevertheless, we're here now recapping a little bit of game two, and then we'll talk about game three and my predictions for game three. Listen, game two, we knew the Warriors were going to come out ready to play. And hats off to them. I mean, Klay Thompson, I've seen Klay Thompson do this over and over and over again. It just seems like against Houston, against uh, uh, Cleveland, I've just seen Klay Thompson just go off. It just seems like he, he, like a switch goes on in his head that I need to take it up another notch. And man, I love seeing Klay Thompson play like he played in game two. Just phenomenal. Now we know he went down with the hamstring uh, injury. And at this point, um, as I'm recording my podcast, uh, he's still not sure whether he's going to play. If it's up to Clay, like Steve Kerr said, his leg could be dangling off of him. But Clay would be fine about playing. He wants to play, but upper management is saying they really don't want him to play. They'd rather him rest this uh, injury for at least one game. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens here. And I mean, I'm under the belief that Clay Thompson, man, he's got a he's got a bunch of straight games of not missing uh, a playoff game. So I'm almost inclined to thinking it. He's like he could barely move and barely walk. But look at Andre Iguodala. We thought the same thing about him. I thought Andre Iguodala was done, and he comes back and he hits one of the most clutch shots in the series so far. So we'll just have to wait and see what Clay does. We have, we have to wait and see if they force him. The only way Clay's not going to play is they're going to have to force Clay not to play tonight. That's the only way I see Clay not playing. Because if it's up to him, he's going to play. And so we just got to see how this plays out. And the doctor has to really convince him that he shouldn't play or some some situation is going to need to happen in order for Clay not to show up tonight. Now, in that case, if Clay doesn't play for the Golden State Warriors tonight, that's going to be very, very interesting. That's going to be very, very interesting. But let me reflect this a little bit back more on game two. Game two, just a phenomenal just phenomenal. Let me give kudos to the Golden State Warriors. I mean, they came out to play. It was a beautiful game. It was a beautiful game to watch. And of course, Toronto, Toronto fans um, uh, wanted a better outcome, but they made a push. They made a push to get that win. And that third quarter was just unbelievable. I literally was watching that game with my son and I'm watching this third quarter. This is, you know, the end of the second. I mean, Golden State just goes on a tear. What a run. And I guess it's now part of history. 
it's amazing how you can be watching the game and at the same time watching history being made. It was it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. But let me just say, I, I mean, Golden State just came to play. I mean, everyone off the bench was just ready. They weren't afraid of the moment. I mean, everything just seemed to come in together for Golden State in game two. Toronto did their best. Kawhi, the main man, did what he needed to do. But I'm, I'm seeing now that with all the movement that re- is required to guard Golden State players, I mean, it's just phenomenal. But I'm also thinking now that um, looking at this uh, defense, which I just happened to see on Center, where uh, Toronto is playing a zone with a one defender, Ben Bleed or Kyle Lowry will be just chasing uh, Steph Curry. And if they come out in that particular off, uh, defense, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Now, the only thing about that, you, 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 you threw a defense out there now that Steve Kerr knows about. So now, now you got to adjust again. So uh, we'll have to see. You lost the game, and then the defense itself didn't work. Uh, and, you know, to be, to, I mean, it worked to some extent, but you still lost. And now Golden State is, knows about the defense. So you, you know there's going to be a, a reaction, a counter to what Toronto threw out there. So this is a chess match. Nick Nurse can coach. He, he can literally coach. And I'm told that that defense that they made up, that they, basically, that's what they did. They just made it up in a timeout is what that Fred Van Vliet told, told the reporters. Said that they just made that up. He just came up that in, in a timeout. And that's brilliant because Golden State could not score. Of course, I knew Clay was out at that time, but still, they were having a hard time scoring. So, I, uh, man, kudos to, to Coach Nurse, man. He can just flat out coach. And, and really, you know, we might be missing a good element here of this game. You got one of the best coaches who's going to go down as a Hall of Famer in Steve Kerr. And now you've got a rising superstar coach and Nick Nurse. And these two are going at it with these adjustments. So this is going to be a very, very interesting game. Let me move on to the game three. This is going to be a very interesting game tonight. Very interesting game. I mean, if, and let me give you a couple of scenarios. If Klay Thompson does not play, I, I really... Don't see how Golden State can win this game. Because I have Toronto winning this series in seven. And I'm like, oh my goodness. If Clay Thompson even is at 100%. And I mean, where are they going to get points from? But I said the same thing last time with Durant being out. And in the game two, I didn't think they'd get enough points to win the game. But somehow they manufactured Quinn Cook comes off the bench. I mean, these guys just came ready to play. Uh, I mean, it's, just, it's just crazy. How these players step up to play and make things happen. So I'm excited about uh, this upcoming game tonight. I know it's going to be a, a thriller. Um, Steph Curry just, uh, just, just phenomenal. I mean, he does so many little things. He he does so many little things out there. And and uh, as I was watching the game, we, my son and I, we were looking at that, and and I saw at one point. He showed me where Steph Curry set a back screen. I mean, a back screen on one player and another player flared behind the back screen to get a wide open layup. I mean, it's just little things that, 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 that you have to really be watching to, to see develop in this game. Steph Curry, I mean, I, I really believe, uh, along with Dray, Draymond Green, he's the heart of this team. 
You know, I know other people like the toughness of, of Draymond Green, but Steph even had to help Draymond stay focused. I don't know if you saw it in the game, but Draymond was starting Draymond was starting to bark a lot into the refs. You know, he was he was he 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 knew that they needed to be fired up in order to get things done. But he was going a little overboard, I think, because overboard, because I think he's about to, if he didn't get teed up, he was about to get teed up, and we, we just don't want to go there with Draymond. And I saw Curry kind of clap his hand a few times as to to get Draymond's attention. Didn't didn't go up to Draymond, didn't disrespect him, didn't get in his face to try try to try to try to calm him down. No, he just it just seemed like he hit, made a couple of claps with his hand and, and and a gesture, you know, saying, "Come on, we got to get this thing together." And I see from there on, it seemed like things turned around for Draymond, and Draymond just began to get back to the focused Draymond that we've been watching these last few series. Listen, this is a, it's, it's the things that you don't see that Curry is so impressive with. Yeah, and I also want to make a note of something that. Uh, Andre Iguodala said, and th- this 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 just really blew m- blew me away. My son first had mentioned it to me, did, Dad. He said, "Did you hear what Iguodala said about Steph Curry?" And I and I'm sure by now you probably heard what Iguodala said. But they but they asked uh, Iguodala after he had hit that uh, that crucial three um, to put uh, uh, space between uh, Toronto and Golden State. The score where we go Golden State more of a, uh, an advantage. They they they. Uh, I'm not sure how it was asked, but um, Draymond, I mean, um, Iguodala, why do you play so hard? I mean, why do you play like you play? And you know what Iguodala said, if you have not heard, and you probably have by now, but if you haven't, Iguodala said the reason he plays the way he plays is because of Steph Curry. <laughs> it, it blew me away. It literally blew me away. You're saying, Coach, what do you mean it blew you away? I mean... You just don't hear statements like that anymore. You don't hear a teammate. You, you don't even hear coworkers saying stuff like this. Huh? I mean, Andre Iguodala, a proven clutch player, a, a former finals MVP, a key member of the Golden State Warriors, uh, said one of the reasons why he plays the way he plays, consistent, the way he plays hurt, the way he plays with a purpose. It's because of Steph Curry. He said, he said, I love that. He said that he said he's a good man. That's what he said about Curry. He said he's a good man. Oh, are you guys are you listening to me? I want the men out here. Are you listening to me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We still have the ability as, as people to influence others to do good. You know, I thought that was a lot lost art. I was beginning to think that 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 no matter how how we try to be an example, no matter how we try to to do the right thing, that 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 does it really matter in this day and time? Hmm? Can you find anybody that that that, that others want to imitate or or want to be like? We used to have the commercial that uh, I want to be like Mike. I haven't, I haven't seen anything. And I'm not saying that's what Eagle Dollar was saying. He wanted to be like Curry. And I'm like, but I'm just saying that the fact that, 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 that we, uh, that, that Eagle Dollar would even uh, uh, say this about Steph Curry, his teammate, a person who, who's been his, uh, uh, Eagle Dollar and Steph have been teammates for years. And you know how, uh, 
about when you've known someone uh, for so long that you can find little things that, to upset you. You can find little things that, 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 that you might not, uh, that, may, 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 that you may magnify. But at all of that, Iguodala comes back and says that, man, he's a good man. He's a good man. Oh, just blew me away. To be honest, it brought tears to my eyes because I, I just have not heard such powerful statements such as these. And, you, you know, it's just a testament to, to Steph Curry. I mean, uh, it, it's, a, it's a testament to, to even Iguodala, who, who would uh, uh, humble himself and, and, and say what he said. I, I, was just, I was just touched. I was touched by, by uh, what Iguodala said and how he referred to, to, to Curry as, as someone who inspires him, basically. Someone that, that, um, that, that I think he looks up to. Oh, it, it, it's, it's just unbelievable. And so uh, uh, tonight's game is, is going to be very interesting. And uh, I'm going to give you my prediction. I mean, uh, I mean, come on. Uh, like I said before, if, 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 if Clay's not 100 percent, if they're debating whether he's going to play or not, you know, he's not going to be 100 percent. So so what percentage will Clay be? Will it be 50 percent? Will it be 60 percent? You know, but I, I, I'm under the belief that I, I, I'm under belief. I, I, I've gone back and forth with this. I think my buddy at work was asking me, so who are you going with? Are you going with Golden State tonight? Or are you going with Toronto? And I don't like to avoid uh, uh, these questions. I don't like to avoid when people put it out there. I want to be able to respond uh, uh, clearly uh, my thoughts on, on, on where I'm going. And so, this, and that was early this morning when I worked my graveyard shift. That was early this morning. I said that I was going with Golden State, but the more and more I hear about Clay Thompson now, and and the fact that he that he's not a hundred percent. I mean, he might even play. Uh, I, I I gotta go with Toronto. That's that's what I'm saying on the podcast today. Uh, I think Toronto's gonna get Golden State tonight, and uh, I mean that that just I mean come on. I I mean how can you go against uh, uh, Golden State at Oracle? But they have lost games at Oracle already this year in playoffs. So I, I just think uh, if Nurse has implemented some type of adjustment where Kawhi doesn't have to chase and run around and he can just play a zone, similar to what they were doing with Milwaukee. That's exactly what they did with Milwaukee. They basically, basically just set a wall up where Giannis would have to, have to do so much just to get, to the, get, get, get a basket. And so basically they're trying to do the same thing with the Warriors, just a different format. And you know what this does? This conserves Kawhi Leonard's energy. He's not having to run around and chase people. So it, it just it, it just depends because I think this may have been exposed too soon. And so I'm and and and, and unlike uh, um, Boonhoser for for Milwaukee, uh, uh, Kerr Kerr is a proven champion, and you can't expose all your secrets. And so I, I think he may have a counter to this. But nevertheless, I mean. If, if they can even do uh, duplicate any of what they did uh, in that fourth quarter where, where Golden State could not literally score uh, and, and Kawhi is able to, to rest on the defensive end and not chase and, 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 and exert so much energy, come on, you got to go with Toronto. Kawhi's a bad man. He, he's a good player. He, he, he is a superstar. And so I'm excited about today's game. Uh, I know it's going to be a, a thriller, and uh, I want you to enjoy that game too. And uh, we're we're going to 
uh, begin to sign off here and appreciate your support. Appreciate you stopping by the channel and and listening in. Uh, there's so many that, um, that tell me how much they, they enjoy the podcast. And uh, again, I keep telling you we're going to have be moving forward once the playoffs are all, our playoffs are over. NBA playoffs are over. We'll be getting into more one on one interviews with some of our local talent around town. Some of them have committed to different schools. Uh, we'll be checking in. Uh, various coaches around town, and uh, just giving you a, a variety of things uh, to talk about. But listen, um, I do I do want to mention one thing before I do sign off. Um, did have a very very good uh, old men's league uh, that I play in, and it was uh, very very good on Monday. I, I last week I did not play. I did not play in my old men's league last week. Uh, Memorial Day on Monday. Thank God for those for their service uh, who gave their lives. Uh, just just wonderful. So we did not play Monday. Uh, was not able to make it Friday. Had some uh, other things I needed to take care of, some, some obligations, some deadlines I had to meet. So that brings me to this Monday. Today is Wednesday. Monday I play. And let me tell you, I was excited about playing too. And Got there on the court and got a chance to warm up some. And that first game, uh, we started out like we were going to do something, but got a, got a kind of got a slow start. Uh, the team as a whole, but um, ran that first game, uh, felt pretty decent. Uh, by the second game, uh, was feeling a lot better, a lot better. Shot was was looking real decent, looking real good. Was able to continue to play into the third and the fourth game without having to sit because sometimes we get a lot of guys there and you got to sit a couple of games because if you miss your free throw, uh, the guys that make the free throw they get chances to play uh, before you. But yours truly was on point. Didn't miss. Didn't miss my free throw. I was able to get in every game. Yeah, that's right. I played for about two hours straight. I mean, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Hit some nice shots, shots that I thought were going to fall. I said, oh, that's off, and then nothing but net. Come on. I mean, I, I couldn't even explain. They, they, the guys, the old guys were looking at me saying, man, man you saying it was off. I, I, I can't help it. It's muscle memory. You know, it's, a, it's, a, it's a 30, 40 years muscle memory. You know, that's one thing I could always do. I could shoot the ball. And so we, we did have some uh, good games up there, but I digress. I mean, I, I hadn't talked to my, about my old men's league and, and, a, and a little bit on the podcast, but it's going really well. I'm looking forward to Friday night. Uh, going in and uh, taking care of business as usual and uh, fill you in more of that after uh, uh, we talk about game three results. Okay, this is Howard Hornbuckle. I'm going to be signing off on the Alaska Basketball Podcast. Thank you for so much for joining me. And until next time, I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.